0: Love,
1: talk, radio. Hello and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer with the Weekly Spirit Seekers Wake Up With Spirit Show, brought to you each and every Friday morning. This morning we have a special uh, show in that we have two guests. Our first guest will be from uh, 9 until 10, and this is Christine Compass, who is our um, my guest the first Friday of each and every um month, and she will be sharing the astrology and um, the moon manifesting and all kinds of other wonderful things. We have a lot going on astrologically right now, and, um, and so Christine and I will talk about moon manifesting. I'll bring in some feng shui tips if, uh, if, I'm a, if that comes through, and then afterwards, we will do live readings, and then at 10 o'clock, uh, my second guest will be uh, joining Uh, the show and he is uh, his name is Yoichi UTV he's the executive vice president of HS Productions which is basically happy science and he will discuss The Real Exorcist a new spiritual film from Japan um, that is coming to the United States in August and The Real Exorcist was number one at the weekend box office for five consecutive weeks in Japan, and the film won over 30 awards, including Best Feature Film and Best Supporting Actress at the EKO Film Festival. So uh, we'll be discussing that, so we have a full jam-packed show. So I want to make just a few uh, announcements before we get started. Um, The uh, August issue of Spirit Seeker is available online at spiritseeker.com, or if you want to type the whole thing, spiritseekermagazine.com but it's going to take you to the same place, the newly designed Spirit Seeker site. Just click on the cover, and then you can, um, you know, read all of the wonderful articles. Uh, and also the Vedic Astrology is only online. We are still uh, doing a print magazine in Chicago and St. Louis, where it's in Florida at this time because of the COVID, and we have a limited distributorship, but you can find us at Whole Foods and other places that are still open. Okay, so two other announcements. We have Spirit Seeker magazine, which has been published since um, for over 24 years. And uh, we also have a weekly email newsletter that goes out that lets you know who the guest is going to be on the radio shows and um, when the magazine's online and any other wonderful Mind, Body, Spirit events for our advertisers in the magazine, for other people wanting to let people know about their events. Um, and, uh, and then we also do free drawings for our books and DVDs and other, other things. Um, anymore, I'll tell you, CDs are becoming a thing of the past, DVDs, everything is live streamed now. It's just really interesting how much our world has changed. But, um, but we are also focusing on the people who are doing a lot of the work remotely or by Skype or by Zoom. And that's changing the complexion of the world with the COVID. So we're changing the direction of a lot of the people that will be a part of Spirit Seeker because we want people who can work with people even during a COVID situation. With that, I'm going to segue now, um, but I want to finish with the email newsletter. The only way you're eligible for the free drawings is if you're part of the, um, the newsletter, because we don't know who else is reading us, you know? Um, I mean, we do, but it's a lot easier to work with our people who, um, who want to know what's happening at Spirit Seeker and with um, the friends of that community. So, to be part of the email newsletter, you can do it one of two ways. You can go to the Spirit Seeker site, and there's a thing you click on, join the email newsletter. Or you can just send an email directly to info at spiritseeker.com. And to be added to the email list, and I will make sure that happens. Um, I wanted to mention I'm teaching a mediumship class online. Um, when COVID happened in February, March, I was in the middle of teaching a mediumship class, and we finished the last four classes uh, on Zoom. And what I realized is students were coming from all over, like driving an hour sometimes, to make it to the mediumship class on Monday nights. And, um, and I've been teaching that for about five months and had regular students, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 students every Monday night. Well, it's a different world. So I will be teaching a six-evening class from 7 to 9 um, uh, starting September 22nd and ending on October 27th. It's two hours, 7 to 9 on Monday night, and you will learn about meeting, develop your skills, um, and uh, your intuition and going between the worlds. So there's a whole lot you'll learn if you're a clairaudient, a clairsentient, a claircognizant, a clairvoyant, or sometimes you have all of those. Um, but if you are interested in that, send an email to info at spiritseeker.com. I will send you to register for that, and then um, the class fee is $120 with uh, prepayment by 9-15, um, and then I'll send you the link for the Zoom. Uh, okay so I think that's it other than I'm just delighted that Christine is here with us and I know she's eagerly waiting to share um, to share her, her wisdom she's an intuitive astrologer and a life coach and um, all kinds of other things she also um, Christine both of us teach the moon manifesting and we teach vision boards and so we're, we're kindred spirits and one day Christine who knows maybe we'll be teaching together you just never know here <laughs> so at any rate, welcome, Christine. How are you? Oh, thank you so much, Cindy. I'm doing, um, I'm doing very
0: well. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm in the middle of what you were in a couple months ago. I am closing <laughs> on my house on uh, August 25th. Only what's different, well, I bet it, I bet it wasn't that different because you first households and things, so I'm, I'm letting everything go. I'm renting an Airbnb that's furnished for three months. Well, I don't know if it's going to be for three months, but I, that's where I'm going to shelter after I leave. So I am selling everything. I have released over 1,500 books. Any, my, my son said, you should have just opened a bookstore, Mom. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> but but, but 1,500 books. I mean, I am doing porch pickups on the books, and I have donated to garden centers. I've donated to spiritual centers. I I mean, I'm just so happy, you know, that the books are going to people that will love them as much as they have. And, um, but it's a full-time job selling this stuff. I mean, Marketplace I put five oh, more things yeah. on last night. Oh my God! I mean, I think I have 50 responses. I'm like, oh, this is a full-time job. So anyway, how am I? I'm good, and um, and I'm ready. I'm ready to be where you you are. I mean, like this is almost a little over a month since you released your home. So how do you feel? Doesn't it? It's like amazing, isn't it? It is amazing, and
0: um, you know, I moved in with my fiance, and he owns his home, and you know, it's, it's kind of our home, but he and his house is a work in progress, so he's doing a lot of work. And I got to be honest, it just feels nice that none of that responsibility is really on me. <laughs> I'm not, it's so nice to not be a homeowner for a while. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, I know. I look at my grass cutting bill, and I'm like, oh, only another two hundred and fifty dollars i yeah. You know, it's like because I was like, you know, figuring it through the end of, end of August. And uh, I'm like, oh, I will, you know, I love my lawn guy. And, you know, the other day he goes, Cindy Meyer, you did it. I mean, he watched it, the transformation, you know, hiring the gardener, you know, getting the deck done. And he goes, you did it. I'm like, no, John, I did. <laughs> I mean, he's a manager of a, of a Deerberg store and he and his son have this side business. And I mean, they are busy all the time. And he's just happy. He's written several books. And he's very spiritual. And, you know, I mean, today he says, what do you do? What do you do? Like, I just see the people that come in and out of your house and like, what do you do here? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was before pre-COVID. Now hardly anyone comes in and out of our houses. Isn't it? It's just a different world, Christine. All right. so So It is, but I'm finally going. It was a little resistant at
0: first. I was resisting the Zoom and the virtual and and now I've embraced it, and I'm, you know, where you were a few months ago when you were telling me how awesome it was, and I was I was still in this reluctant place, probably because I was in all my house stuff, and I couldn't think about anything. Um, yeah. So now I'm in that place, and I love it. I love all the virtual connections, and this really uh-huh. – you know what I really love about Zoom calls is the ability to chat. And, you know – when you're in a meeting with people, you don't always want to interrupt somebody so you don't say something. But now with Zoom, with the chat, mm-hmm. I love the chat feature because you can just chat it out.
1: <laughs> right, right. See, my coaching certification was, um, was, it wasn't through Zoom, but it was through a similar platform. And then all of my real estate meetings, like, you know, they're all, like, we have over 50 agents in our office. And then we have quarterly meetings with all of the Cobalt Bankers and Digger agents. And there's over 500 people on the call. And so I've learned that little feature on how, you know, they have them, they can, you know, in case all of you are going, what are they talking about? With the Zoom platform, you can can see everyone who's there. You can mute everyone, and you as the person talking, you know, can make sure you're not being interrupted, uh, like what happens in classes. But what happens is if a student has a question, they just – message it and then you see it and you can address it right there. And that's how it is with our real estate too. You know, I mean, our manager will say, does anybody have a question? And then you can unmute and ask the question out loud. But most of the time we just message the message and then she gets it. And it's so much smoother. It's so much smoother. And And you make sure all the questions are answered.
0: Right. And you get so much more information in that period of time than you would normally get. So it's awesome. Right.
1: Right. I'm getting ready to design a feng shui vision board class. I taught 15 of them last year, and that was on my plan this year. I had even more cities I was adding, and what I realized is that that's just not going to be happening for a while. And so, um I have coaching clients all over the U.S. and into Canada, and I I was amazed when I I don't know why I was amazed, but I just kind of was. I mentioned it to one of my Um, coaching clients that I've been working with um, for quite some time. And she goes, oh, my gosh, that means I can study with you because she's up east. And I said, yes, you can. And she said, what if I miss one of the classes? I said, I'm going to record it. I said, so if you miss it, I will send you the link. And, you know, that was another thing, learning how to store these files, because, you know, you can either download them to your computer or you put them, you know, but it's like it's just the whole thing is a learning process. But this is what we're in right now. This is a 2020, a four-year, all about unity, and it's all about doing it in a different way. And with what's happening with these planets, with unexpected changes, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'll let you talk about it. But I, I was just like, I was reading something the other day, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, we're going to have five planets retrograde again. And I, I mean, unless I read it wrong. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I can't wait till Christine's on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Christine, we just
0: yeah. had we just had this full moon with full moon and Aquarius yeah, so that's in Aquarius and sun I was sign of with. Leo. Yes. Okay, yeah, All right. we had this Take full, it away. Moon, um, full moon, full moon in Aquarius, sun in Leo, so opposite signs. Um, and this was on Monday. We had the full moon, and this, you know, if you think about Leo. Um, You know, really what was happening this full moon, we were exposing what the sun needs in order to achieve its Leo mission. So that sun is our personality. It's our big picture, who we are. And in Leo season, we're coming into all of this self-love and self-confidence and who we are and who we want to be in the best version of ourselves. And Leo is, you know, where we are most special, all about our unique gifts. And Aquarius is really the opposite of that. It's all about humanity and no one person is more important than another, but we're all, we're all in it together. So this Leo full moon is this healthy blend of knowing that we are unique and we are special and we are here for this unique purpose, but also that we are better that we oh, also that we are not better, you know, than anyone else who's here for their unique purpose. And This full moon really wanted us to see that we can be unique and still at the same time, we're surrounded by the safety of the group. We're surrounded by our community and we are only able to express our truest selves and our unique purpose within the safety of having that community and having that support and being a part of a group that has our back and you know, that's really what this full moon was showing us. Hopefully it's showing us, you know, the community that has our back. Um, but I think it also, it also showed us communities that we're a part of that don't have our back or that, you know, where we don't need to be. So, um, you know, kind of opening our eyes to, you know, where we're spending our time, what, who we're with, what we're doing, and who is really adding to our, our real mission in life. Um, You know, what what is really pushing us towards our true direction? And, you know, this this month is all about focusing on that true direction. And, you know, on August uh, 2nd, so right before the full moon, we had the sun squaring Uranus. So squares are always challenging points. Uranus creates change. So that really sets a stage for this full moon. Um, for kind of like a challenging change point, but it's necessary change. It's, it's at this point, I mean, at this point in 2020, like, I mean, we're all used to like challenging change. So we're kind of like, you know, pretty good at that by now. (laughs) And so it's, we're changing. I think we're embracing those changes. We're seeing, you know, I think we'll see people leaving jobs that they've been at for a a long time um, because they see that that's not their purpose. That's not their mission. And we're finally, it's like 2020 has, has given us this courage because we're kind of like, you know, if we can survive this year, we can really do anything. <laughs> um, right. Nice. I think everybody, we're, we're fellow travelers. Know, we're fellow that's all travelers. <laughs>
1: I'm, so, I'm sorry. What yes. did you
0: say? I interrupted you. What? No, no, no. I just said we're all accepting that. I think it's it's yeah. sinking in.
1: <laughs> yes. Right. Right because we're all in this together in this but but the but the unity has been missing, you know, like, um, yeah,, oh, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's a global, we're all in this together, and I think the the people that are really getting that, you know, and looking outside the u s for the scientific truth because we're not getting it in our country, it's all you know totally censored, so you know you, I mean it's interesting, I was watching right before I went to bed last night. I, it wasn't right before I went to bed. That's not true. It was earlier in the evening. And I <laughs> I gave myself fifteen minutes of TV time. You know, I just don't really watch a lot of TV, and most of it's news. If I do, but I like BBC News and more of the global news. But but I popped on, and it was um, it was Rachel Maddow. That's who it was, and she was saying that the the news about the eight cities in the United States that are hotspots. The way they found that out is someone. <laughs> overheard or or actually was in the meeting and and was heard it out of deborah burke dr deborah burke's mouth she'd listed the eight cities and i thought oh how interesting i didn't realize chicago was one of them but my son cannot come from chicago to st louis to help me with anything with this packing and releasing this house because of the fact that if he goes to st louis he has to quarantine for two weeks when he gets back to chicago so when he mm. was here, like, three, three weeks ago, and I had the open house, and that's when I, you know, I got two contracts within 24 hours. Um, when he left on Monday, there was another person coming to look at the house. So we were both, like, rushing out of the house so that people can, you know, you know how it is when you have showings and you live there. And so he said to me, he goes, Mom, this might be the last time I see the house. And I'm like, well, no, honey, you'll be, you'll be back before the end of August. Well, no, now he can't. Well, I didn't realize uh, uh, Chicago was still one one of the cities, but you know, he's very, my son's very psychically gifted and they all are all three of my kids, but you know, he's a little, Brad is my oldest is, is very tuned in, but he doesn't admit it. He doesn't admit it he has, he's just like, Oh mom, whatever. I'm just present with mm-hmm. people. You know, I listen, but he does listen, but he doesn't realize he's listening, you know, like way better and um, than the average person. So I thought that's just really sad but I'm glad, like, he wasn't supposed to stay here because he won't stay with his father or I because we both have had, you know, some health challenges along the way. And yeah, that elevator guaranteed that I couldn't stay with his brother because his brother's a flight attendant on Southwest and the gal he was, you know, flying with. She got COVID, so he had to quarantine until his child came back. So, therefore, because of that, my son stayed with me. And I'm so glad because I haven't been able to like, really spend time with him hardly. So, all of this is changing us. And I don't care how much we can zoom, it's not the same as a touch. I mean, it's not the same. Like, you're lucky right. that you get a real hug. You know, I, I have my two cats, cats yeah. and they've been very <laughs> bummed. But, so here's the deal. With everything, everything slowing down and with this Leo wanting us to emerge and really be loving and show our love and show our, our, you know, like our bright sunshine to the world. And then we have this Aquarius that it seems opposite. But don't you feel like this particular full moon, it's just I just feel like people have been wacko, kind of, kind of crazy. Look at all this stuff that's happening. And I really think this tension between the I and the we and the us. It is. And I think it's,
0: again, because it's this big 2020 is this year of big changes. And I think it's people are crazy because people need to make big changes and people, and that's not easy. You know, people need to leave jobs. People need to leave places where they've lived. People need to make these huge changes. And if they're, if you're resisting that right now, if you feel this big change in your life that you really need to make, you know, it's the time you have to make it. It's and that's what people are feeling, and they're they're resisting. People are resisting that change, and so then you start acting out, and and all this energy comes out in all these crazy ways. Because the more you resist, like the universe is going to force it this year. So just don't resist. Just give into it. Uh, you know, allow the change. Be be at peace with the change, and accept that you know what there is something so much better for me on the other side of this. And the the more that you, you know, allow that feeling, then it's just going to, that doesn't mean we won't still have these a strong emotional reactions. Um, but, you know, it's sometimes it's just letting go of that and, and realizing that these emotional reactions that we're having are really to the past and we we just need to let it go because it's done. And the new, the new is know. wanting to emerge, the new is here. And the more we can just allow it, you know, and stop resisting, stop reacting to all of these changes, then the better that our mental health is going to (laughs) be.
1: Right. Um, You know, I remember, I remember uh, last year at one point, there was a configuration, actually it was, I don't know, I think it was last year and it was change or be changed. And, and the thing at that time, there were four different planets that were kind of like all like, Kind of, kind of opposites, but working together. And they, and the analogy, the the picture that uh, was given was, you know how when a baby looks up at a mobile and it's moving, but if it gets too tilted toward one side, then it doesn't move. And so you straighten it, and then all four kind of bob along, and the little baby's happy. Kind of what I think our life is right now. Like we literally are a choice on what we're going to do with it. And I've had so many people. Not so many, just that, but, a, but a, I've had emails and messages of people saying, how do we stay positive, you know, in the middle of all this? And the second guest today is going to be talking a lot about that and um, how to attract positive energy in a negative charged world, because that's kind of where we are right mm-hmm. now. And we mm-hmm. individually have to take responsibility for keeping our vibration high and not blame it on COVID or blame it on the administration. Blame, we can't blame it on all that. You know, there's tragedy everywhere, you know, what just happened in Beirut, Lebanon, you know, like, but it's up to us to pick up the pieces. And that's why um, with astrology, I think it's so fascinating that we can take the information that you're giving us and then work choice each of us on how we work with it. So, so yeah. what would
0: you recommend
1: so, with, yeah, go ahead.
0: Well, so I want to go into some of the other things that are are happening this week and, and forward. And so on August 5th, on, on Wednesday, we had Mercury move into Leo. And so Mercury, the sign of our communication is now in the confident, you know, sign of Leo. And so we're really, that's really pushing us even further into, you know, having the confidence to deliver hard messages, to really speak our truth. I mean, we are, you think about Leo, we are, we are the lions. We're going to be roaring our truth, um, you know, during this, this Mercury transit. So Mercury is in Leo until September 5th. And so right now, this is a month of, of speaking that truth, saying what we feel, and really putting it out there. Um, so that's, you know, got that going on. Um, today, August 7th, um, Venus has moved into Cancer And if you recall, Venus has been in the sign of Gemini for the last four months. Um, Venus does not spend that long in in signs normally. And um, Venus was in Gemini for four months because it it had a retrograde in in between there and it, you know, moved backwards from where it was at. So um, Venus in Gemini was really about us speaking our truth in relationships and speaking about our needs and what we really want in our relationships. Um, And now now we've done that. You know, we've communicated what we needed to. We've put our truth out there in our relationships. We've said the things that needed to be said for now. And now Venus today moves into Cancer. And really, that's giving us a little bit of a sigh of relief. And just our relationships are going to be, you know, Venus in Cancer is much more of a softer emotional feeling. And so we're taking a breath. We're giving our ourselves space to listen to our hearts um, and really just make sense of what we want. You know, we've communicated certain things. Maybe our our needs or our wants have changed. So now we're just taking a little bit of time to check back in with ourselves um, during this this Venus and Cancer um, coming up. So you know, 2020 has been this you know tumultuous year, and I I think I said it last month and. I would love to tell you it's going to get better, but unfortunately it is only getting harder. September through November is really the, the most challenging energy of this year. So part of that, um, August 13th, we have Mars squaring Pluto. And this is a major aspect that's going to last for five months. Um, so we have Mars, the planet of our desire nature, our drive. Um, Mars is currently in its home sign of Aries, so it's, it's even extra fiery than normal. Um, you know, so Mars squaring Pluto, Pluto, this planet of death and transformation, and Pluto is in Capricorn. Um, so where Mars is, Mars is our personal will. Pluto is universal will, and we have a challenge point between those two, um, for the next five months and Pluto in Capricorn is the institution. And so for the next five months, we're going to experience this even stronger clash of the people versus the institution. And this is going to be kind of this huge transformational push. You know, people have been fed up with the way that things are working all over the world. Um, And, and that's been going on for a long time it's been building building up all of this frustration and kind of hopelessness and this this long mars pluto square aspect is going to be kind of like the last straw in regards to a lot of that situation um you know when we get to next year we have saturn moving into aquarius we have jupiter in aquarius and it's it's this sort of age of aquarius it's emerging we have the the humanitarianism and the unity right around the corner. But you know, if we think about that, we're gonna need and we look at what's been going on, you know, civilly in our country and I'm I'm concerned but I'm I'm also, you know, cautiously optimistic that whatever happens is is putting us on track to be better. And, you know, before we can be better sometimes we have to have more you know, challenge and um, things pushing us. So, these these next five months are kind of this this final battle. Um, and I, you know, I hate to deliver that news, but it's um, it's shaping up to be this this hard period. So, really, during this this period, it's important, like like you were just talking about, Cindy, taking care of ourselves, taking our own responsibility for taking care of ourselves. I think, you know, anybody who who has ever well, I, I don't know, I can't speak for anybody else, but I, I've struggled with depression at points in my life, and I, you know, haven't really had that for a few years. And I, I realized, like, a week ago, two weeks ago, that I really am in this deep depression right now, and it's it's challenging for me to take care of myself right now. And so that's, that's what I'm focusing on. I'm refocusing on my self-care and, you know, trying my best to not... Um, get so emotionally wrapped up in in all of these changes and, and holding on to the way things used to be. I'm trying to allow myself to let that go more and really focusing on the fact that it is hard. This is a challenging point, but it is happening for our highest good. And the more we can trust in God and the universe and and not fight what is happening and allow it and allow – you know, again, take care of ourselves. Take the take the steps that we need to, to, you know, this this Leo energy is showing us our best, most creative self, who that is, what our purpose is. So, so, really leaning into that energy this month and and securing ourselves in that, where we can create this foundation of okay, this is who I am. This is what I want. This is what I need. And, and focusing on those those things for right now, because really the world around us is going to be in, you know, this kind of chaos state, and we're not going to be able to do anything about that. Um, you know, there may be, you know, small things here and there that we can help with, but ultimately there's nothing that we can do to control that. Um, so, you know, really, really just focusing on that, that self-care and, and realizing that, what the world needs right now, what what we can really do to best help the world is to emerge as our truest, highest, greatest self out of all of this, and that that will require these big changes, that will require these huge shifts in our lives, um, and, you know, I think that's, that's why I've, I've gotten into this depression place, because I'm... I was resisting. I was resisting this change. I was trying to to hold on to the past, and and now I'm accepting that. Okay, I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't hold on to the past. It's not going to help me. It's not going to serve me. And as soon as I did that, I feel. I already feel so much lighter. I feel so much better, and just more capable of taking care of myself. And now, now I can focus on. Okay, what? What do I need to do for myself for, you know, for my own stability over these next few months? And let me just focus on that. Because I will say whatever we focus on over these next, you know, through January, whatever we focus on when we hit January, that, those things are going to, you know, explode. Like, I'm in a good way, you know. So, like, let's say you have your own business you know if the more you put into that business right now the more you focus on you then that is just going to grow by leaps and bounds you know and I think there may be challenge points over the next few months but but focus on on that mission focus on your purpose right now
1: (laughs) well and you know the whole thing is this it's the resistance what we resist persists and you know, what you're talking about is planting seeds. So right now, like, I'll, I'll never forget, I interviewed Esther Hicks one time, and, you know, along with, I think there were 10 or 11 other magazines. It was a long time ago. And um, and we were each able to ask her three questions. And one of the questions that I asked her is, I said, what do you do when all the seeds that you've planted start bearing fruit at the same time? And there's just, like a plethora of of choices and opportunities and you don't have enough people to even handle it. And she said, first of all, you're to be commended for understanding that you plant the seeds. you know, it doesn't just happen. There's, there's a, you know, a fertility, there's an intention and a purpose. And of course it's what you're focusing on. And that's really where I've tried to switch it because um, I could go, I could go down the rabbit hole very easily. Like you were talking about if, if, and I kind of went there for one day. One day I was just like crunchy. I call it crunchy when my aura <laughs> I know is crunchy. And I'm like, I try not to talk to too many people on those days because I know that I'm like, I just know. So, but the whole thing is, is this. Every astrologer is saying this Jupiter, not Jupiter, this, uh, um, this uh, full moon in Aquarius and Leo is setting the stage for the next four to five months into January like you're saying. So the whole thing is this. Everything I've read says it's a difficult, challenging few months. And we know this. We know what we went through in 2016 with the elections. We're there again. Only it's uglier this time because we're more aware this time. And it's not really about the politics. This is what I finally realized. It's about the mass consciousness of people waking up and saying, no more. No more. Like, the people in Beirut are, are saying what the heck why would you have stored this stuff in a heavy, heavily populated area like we want answers and the people protesting aren't really protesting they are but they're a voice for all the people and i you know the black lives matters is so much bigger it's it's like we're all being called to action but for the most part that action is to be is how you respond versus how you react and there's the power the more, we can't avoid conflict right now. It's impossible for us to avoid conflict. It's everywhere we go. So we need to really realize that we have to um, raise our vibration, and that's what's critical to our success, to respond versus react and then do it in a way that, what can I do to help? What if I support a local candidate? What if I help an elderly person who can't get to the grocery store? I mean, how many of us have helped people that, can't go to the grocery stores right now and you know and i'll see i'll see a post oh can i pick up anything for you when i'm at the store there's a more of a, a, a camaraderie and a kinship between people right now and that's where we want to go and mm-hmm. you know but let's talk about i mean to, there's so much with the planets like uranus and uh but yeah before and- we do that but but before we do that Let's talk about with this Aquarius full moon going through, and then all the way through January of 2021. You mentioned the Mars, well, you know Mars. Uh, but let's talk about the three planets that are closely grouped together, the Capricorn planets, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto, because that's affecting all of this. So let's. Do you want to? I don't know. Unless you do, you want to talk a little bit more about Mars? You've already talked about it a little bit.
0: Well, yeah. So I mean, you got Mars. Uh, Mars is in its home sign of Aries. Um, for you know, until January, and that is just that's just okay. Aries is a fire sign; it's all passion and drive, it's this desire, it's nature. So that's getting us all fired up on its own, <laughs> just Mars being in Aries. And then, then you add on um, you know the fact that it's squaring Pluto and Capric, Pluto in Capricorn and Saturn. Um, you know. I have a note on Saturn. Um, oh yeah, so so later this month on the twenty fourth, Mars also squares Saturn, and that's that's you know so Mars desire nature squaring Saturn, which is our structure. Um, so that's when we're really sort of like tearing down old structures. Um, we're tearing down these old structures in order to build these new ones. So it's going to be kind of a mess. <laughs> you know, it's August 24th is, is the exact date that that happens, but it, it links, it's going on for, you know, it's going to be in that position for a while. And so um, that is going to be sort of an ex- a frustrating time, extremely frustrating but extremely rewarding is what I wrote down. And it's like, yeah, we gotta, we got to – do away with past structures and in order to get to this new, new phase. So, and that's, that Pluto energy too, that's rebirth, transformation. So we're clearing all of that up. We're, we're rebirthing in the structure in our lives is this huge Pluto Capricorn, Pluto, Saturn, Capricorn. We have Jupiter, um, you
1: know, Jupiter is
0: now, I think moved, Forget. But but Jupiter is, is in there. Oh, you know, is bringing luck to all of this. It's bringing this this energy of you know fate and destiny. And so that when we have, I think when we have that internal feeling that like, okay, this is this is fate. This is destiny. It kind of gives us a, that extra push to make those heart changes because it's like I can't fight fate. I can't fight destiny. <laughs> you know? Right. So we've we've got all of that adding. To this structural change that is this huge, you know, year of, of Pluto and Saturn in Capricorn, um, and that's, you know, we have those planets there until until January until December, December twenty-first is when Saturn moves into Aquarius, and then, you know, slowly behind it, um, the other planets start moving into Aquarius, and we will see this. That's when we will see this shift into more humanitarianism, more, you know, unity, more for the people.
1: Hmm. Um, right. Once, we, once we get through to the other side. Yeah. It's like, it's like, so then as Saturn stays, uh, you know, I can, okay, it stays in the planet for two years. So I can remember back in the day, like this was like, probably let's just look at the year. It would have been 2003. 2003. Let me think. Yeah. I, got, I had received a phone call from a friend who was an astrologer at that, you know, and she said, so how are you and uh, your husband doing? I said, "What do you mean?" And she goes, "Well, you're both going through the dark night of the soul. Saturn's in Cancer right now. We were both, you know, both Cancers." And I'm like, "And I said, Anne." And she goes, "Oh, you, you, uh, you will either make it, or you guys won't." <laughs> I started laughing because at that time, I was fully planning on dissolving my marriage if it if things didn't change, and so. I mean, and I had already drawn a line in the sand, you know, where if things didn't change by a certain date, then, you know, I I knew I had to, like, do something, be in action. So that's that's interesting that we've been in this Capricorn. This makes sense now to me, all this Capricorn energy, which is is Earth, but it's also Mm -hmm. climbing to success. But now going into Aquarius, it's now humanity, mankind, but it's also innovative thinking and outside the box. Yeah. And um, Air, I, mean, I have so many Aquarian also, friends and I, yeah, I love them because, and the world's the rural Aquarius are, I know, and they do, they know a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. They're very intelligent. Yeah. So, I'm, a, I'm an so Aquarius, about, I know. <laughs> oh, I should have known, I should have known the way we, oh, okay. That makes sense. But Uranus um, is, okay. When I talk about, okay, that's a typical planet because it represents change that is often unexpected. And that's where the people who, uh, most humans, that's kind of changed. That is the hardest for them—unexpected change. And um, yeah, you look yeah. at the fact yeah. that how many <laughs> souls, how many, how many souls have departed just in the United States. We're not talking about globally with this pandemic. And I mean, you know, it, it's hard. It is hard when all of a sudden someone's healthy, fine, and then they're gone. And um, so this Uranus energy is really, really strongly influencing us right now from what I understand. And um, everything you've is, been saying is, you know, yeah, going with the flow. But, the, but really what is well, divine order, divine time? And I can't tell how many times that has come in to readings or coaching sessions. And that's really what divine order, divine time, divine order, divine time. And I keep focusing on that. And I think that supports what the unexpected happening all the time.
0: Yeah, and that's another thing that we have going on this month is Uranus goes retrograde on the 15th of this month, and it's going to be retrograde for uh, until January 14th. And so Uranus, which is already a planet of change and sort of this electric movement um, going retrograde, basically every time Uranus changes direction, the world seems to go haywire. So that is really, you know, sort of adding into all of the, you know, upcoming turmoil of the next few months is we also have Uranus retrograde for that time period. And it's, you know, it's, it's disruptive change is what that retrograde is going to bring. So that's sort of another layer on top of all of it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so the trick right now is to realize that not all change is bad and um, it can be positive. And if you, Oh my God, this huge bird just flew by. Um, but if you, if you, so that's kind of confirmation that I'm on the right track with this. That's how I look at the spirit animal helpers. I don't know what it was. Oh, yeah. but it was huge. Um, um, but it was just right in my peripheral vision. We, I, I have common ground behind me, so we get big birds of prey all the time. It's just fascinating. Um, but at any rate, the thing of it is, is this. You know, like this is an example. Uh, given that Uranus is in Taurus right now, this could mean a new job of receiving more inheritance. That's positive, right? So the whole thing is to mm-hmm. look at. Like, you know, like I, my daughter said, Why are you selling your bedroom furniture for $425? And I'm like, Because the right person is going to get it. She goes, But mom, that furniture's worth so much more. I said, You know what? I've had a lot of good use of that furniture. I don't need it anymore. And it was funny. I'm selling this couch, and this person said, Well, how old is the couch? I said, 10 years. Oh, we'll forget it. And I said, You know what? It's really a good couch, and that's all right. The right person will want it. It looks like brand new. And so it's, I put it for $100. I probably should have put 200 because I've had so many responses. But the point is, is this. I'm, I'm flowing with it. I'm, I'm focusing on divine time, divine order. And that's really the key to getting through these passages right now. And when you have, when you have all these planets doing what they're doing and slowing us down, again, to look at our stuff, again, we all just have to be really present with it. And, um, all right, so do you, so the Mercury we've talked about, we talked about Saturn, we've talked about Uranus, we talked about, oh, yeah, let's do that. Okay, go ahead. Um, so, yeah, so later this month, the 18th,
0: we have the new moon in Leo. It falls at 26 Leo. So if you, if you look at your chart, you can find 26 Leo and see where, what, you know, what house that's in for you. But this Leo new moon is all about creativity. It's all about our personal creativity, um, you know not what's what's trendy and what's going on, but what we personally are called to create, what our unique creation is. It's, it's about connecting to our inner selves, allowing our inner light to really shine through our our creativity um, and this this new new moon is um, is rewarding. All we need to is oh, reminding us all we need to do is be. All we need to do is be our creative inner light and shine our true self. So that's really, you know, this, this new moon, setting that intention of being so in touch with your inner self and what you want to create. That is going to be the huge theme of this new moon.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. So it's just it's just fascinating to me and anything else you want to suggest you know with the okay so full moon we just went through it but go ahead mm
0: -hmm. yeah and so then we have a new new moon on the 18th tuning into that creativity tuning into ourselves and then on the 22nd we move from leo into virgo and Virgo is all about getting organized, taking, you know, Virgo is very analytical, detail-oriented kind of sign. So when we get to Virgo season, it's like, all right, let's get organized. Let's take care of our health. Let's create new routines. Let's learn new things. Let's be productive. So that's what, you know, when we get to later this month, we're going to get in this productive mode, and let's really kind of go to work on how we take care of ourselves and how we let that light really shine. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, that takes us into next month, and I'll, I'll talk more next month about September's energy and, you know, kind of how we, how we get through. We're going to have a very productive month, and then towards the end of September, things are going to start getting into that more rocky period. So we'll kind of take a look at how, you know, things are looking then on a – on a you know global scale and, and where we're at and probably be able to interpret that a little bit better in September. But I'm, I'm excited. This month also, you know, this month is, a, I'm so excited. We are leaving tomorrow to go on vacation for two weeks and I have not ever needed a vacation more than I need one right now. And so right now is also a good time to sort of take it, take time to relax, take a minute to pause and, you know, again, this Leo season is the sun shining down on us. We are the sun, and so just just giving yourself some some time and space to relax and take a breath. Um, you know, connect to that inner child and that joy with inside of you that that wants to create. So take some time for that this month. We get to a more productive place towards the end of the month, and. You know, it's going to be challenging
1: times, but we're all going to come out so much better, and I'm, I'm excited. So, Right. Well, and I, before we start the readings, I just want to um, mention some of the articles and spirits you hear this month. I mean, every issue, I mean, 24 years of publishing, I mean, 12 times a year, you just, I'm still in uh, constant amazement when it all comes together and is pulled together. And this last month was especially challenging because I was so oh behind the eight ball with so many deadlines and um you know in my personal life my business life and my real estate world has has started just like exploding you would I mean that's one of the things that has come out of COVID is um my real estate came back and it's because I was I was ready for change and I just kept asking spirit where do you want me to put my time energy and effort and um I'm helping people get you know relief houses that no longer fit now that they're home all the time and I'm helping people find their perfect house Mm -hmm. that has all the spaces and, you know, but, but then I've got, you know, my spirit seeker world and they're all kind of merging. Fascinating. So one of the articles this month is, uh, original politics, making America sacred again. Uh, and this is by Glenn, uh, Aparicio Perry and he will be my guest, uh, on August 21st and he will discuss Like how we, how this aims to facilitate a seemingly impossible task, unifying a socially and politically fractured United States. So I, and I, I really admire this guy. I follow him. I've interviewed him before with this other book. Then we have The Sacred Energies of the Sun and the Moon, Shamanic Rites of um, Kiran Durismo And it's like really looking at what shamans work with and how, how, to, um, how to make that all work. And they talk about creation, rebirth, opening pathways, et cetera. Um, But listen to all these, the soul and so many of these things. Um, And then we have gateways to the soul, inner work for the outer world. And then um, the guest that I'm interviewing on the second half of the show is the article is how to attract positive energy in a negatively charged world. And then the spiritual meaning behind COVID-19. And then a twin flame part two series. And then the gift of karma and remote healing. I mean, good lord! And then there's a visionary I ching card deck. Um, and so all of these are leading us. Um, and Alan Cohen just released a book too, and he has an excerpt this month that we published from Spirit Means Business. So I just wanna I, I just wanna mention the other shows this month, and then we're gonna go to the readings. Um, August 21st, I mentioned August 14th, I am going to be uh, offering a show on feng shui tips for better health during the COVID pandemic. And I will bring in all this astrology and everything and how we can work with that because that is part of this and our homes have energy. And so it's really important when you're going through something like we're going through to keep your home and space clear and energetically high vibration so that you know, you've just got a better energy field to deal with all this stuff. And then, um, and then on August 28th, I will be interviewing um, a guest who will. She's a past life regressionist and author of Soul's Journey, a book about reincarnation. Just unplug my headset. Sorry about that. Just unplug my headset. Um, so it's a so, fascinating <laughs> <lots> of interviews. <laughs> and then, and, and I always love yeah. starting off with you. Okay, so. Got, you all have a lot to go with here. New moon, you write down your intentions and you keep them. Full moon, you write down what you're releasing so that you can create the space for the new to come in. Because when our life is packed and full, there's no room for new to come in. And that's why it's so important to uh, love it, use it, or lose it, which is feng shui wisdom, and to keep your space clean. I mean, I have eight pitchers. Pitchers, you know, the pouring vessels. For who needs eight pitchers? I've got 30 <laughs> Buddhas I'm getting ready to release. I'm keeping like a handful. I mean, and then I've got all these Tarot and divination cards. That's the next thing. I'm going to do an online Ooh. you know, like shift that oh, I oh, oh, I have like, I mean you know, this is this is 30 years yeah. of like all this stuff and you know, I use them when I teach but that's so that they can hold them in their hands. Well, guess what? That's not going to happen for a while. So, um, mm. and I don't I'm not being negative with this. It's just the reality of our situation right now and you know no, you're, um, you're the sheltering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so okay. So uh if you want to ask a question, we're gonna do as many rings as we can. Um and we're not answering three questions. You get one short question, and we will give you a fast answer. You, um, so push one star on your phone or one pound, either one. It'll, it'll let us know that you want to ask the question. Um, so we do have a question. I'm going to say the area code that you're calling from, and then uh, you'll be live on the air. And then state your name first name, where you're calling from, and what your question is, and we will read as many people as we can. We're going to area code 347825. You are live on the air, 347825. Hi, this is Katie. Hi, Hi, Katie. Katie. Hi. um, Thanks for taking my call. I wanted to ask, I'm moving to Atlanta, and um, I'm planning on moving like this month or by September, and I just wanted to ask about my move. If it was, you know, like going to be smooth, if it's happening, or what do you see around my move? Okay, and Katie, okay. where are you calling from today? New York. Okay, so you're going from New York to Atlanta. Okay, Christine, mm-hmm. I feel like you're ready to go, so you go.
0: <laughs> I am. I so um, I I pulled the the Holy Mountain, and and that is really about. Um, going on this sort of spirit journey, this pilgrimage to gain higher vision and higher perspective. And so I feel like this is this is going to be a good move for you. You know, you're going to a place of higher understanding. And so whenever this, this card shows up, it's a, it's a time to be active. It's a time to not let doubt or fear hold you back. And so if you are feeling led to this move and you feel like that is where you need to go. I think that that is, you're being called there for a purpose and you're being called there to find this new vision and new perspective. So I think it's it's going to be really positive.
1: Yeah. You, okay. I saw the eight of cups and the tarot deck and that's all about moving on for emotional fulfillment. You, It's the moving on. And it just feels like if you don't have family in Atlanta now, you will have family and um, my stepmother was a very wise woman and she taught me that she said one day she said, Cindy, your friends or your family of choice, choose wisely. Mm-hmm. And as we, yeah. <laughs> as we progress through life, our, our friends become our support and more so than, yeah. I mean, yes, we, but you know what I'm saying? So, but you got the alpha hard yeah. and you know, your, your financial situation um, is just fine. And it's going to be even more stellar as you, um, as you make this move so I would just leave New York in a heartbeat and just say thank you New York but here I come Atlanta
0: yeah yeah that's Go that's ahead. what I was thinking but um
1: like I have some money but a couple of the places were saying like oh well we need pay stubs, and I'm like well when I'm, I moved here a long time ago I'm like I don't have pay stubs. I just had money so I was just like <laughs> oh my god like <laughs> I was like oh gosh so um, i was just like, oh, do I need to get a job first or what? But my spirit just wants to go. You Millions have the lost right their situation. jobs.
0: Yeah. yeah. You will find that right situation and right place. So, yeah, go go with love and courage and, and you will find that perfection.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, Katie, you. don't even, like, don't even let that solve in. Just know that you're going to find the perfect place. And, you know, I mean, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, as a real estate agent. Right now, one of the mm-hmm. first things, like, if I have a buyer putting a contract on a house, the seller's agent, is their job secure? Because because we know that it's, like, you know, 30 to 45 days right. before you get to the closing table. Are they going to have a right. job or are we going to be stuck here, like, a week before with no no job? So, for you right, right now, don't even let that. Don't, you've got cash. Cash don't. is power. We know that. Don't worry about it. Don't <laughs> even <laughs> let it enter your contract. <laughs> okay. I'm got kidding. it. All right. Good thank luck. You, thank okay. you. Thanks for calling. Thank you, Katie. Okay, okay. we're. Um, it's really true. Just stay positive. I'm not saying Pollyannish. I'm just saying, like, just take the negatives and say no. That's not my. Reason. Yeah, get and flip it, change it. Okay, we are going to area code six one eight nine one zero. You are live on the air. Hi, Cindy and Christine. This is Darlene from Illinois. Um, I'm wanting Hi. to know is. this Hi, is this the right time to try and get my husband out of the nursing home to move home with me? He has dementia, he can't walk or use his arms, but I really think he'd be better off if I had him at home. Okay. You're being asked to see the solution, Darlene. Um, This could work, but you'd have to have one heck of a lot of help. And um, I'm just not sure that you have the support that you would need. I really don't have a lot of people that would want to help me. I know. And So, so the question, okay, so the question, go ahead, Christine, go ahead.
0: Well, so, you know, what I'm getting is that, you know, at times we we convince ourselves that what we're doing is right and justified. And and while that may be the case in some situations and, in, in, you know, relative truth, it may not be the absolute truth. And so what I'm getting right now is just to look really deeply into your heart and to really, really be honest with yourself and make sure that you're not convincing yourself of something that isn't deeply for you. Work that isn't your highest truth. So, you know, I would say really looking at that situation and and saying, is that going to be good for you? Is that, you know, truly going to be, you know, for your greatest health? What I think what you're what you really need to look at right now is what what are you doing for yourself? What are you doing to take care of yourself? And you know, I know. I know that the situation with your husband, you have to – that's a hard situation and and having to take care of somebody else, but you have to also take care of yourself too. So,
1: So Darlene? Darlene. Yeah, the answer is unless you have a 100% support system where you're managing the people instead of doing it all, your husband, I think, is better where he is. Okay. And this is where you're – this is for your well being because if you fall apart, you're you know everything's going to fall apart, and i he's so in and out it feels like that where he is it's safe for him okay, I want to make sure it's the best for him right, yeah, the best for him is to, is to have you be the best that you can be because you're his you're his manager, his support person, you're everything, and if you don't take care of you. It's not going to work. And what I see is you just sitting and just being exhausted. So I, I really feel like what you're doing is the best. See okay. the solution. Okay. That's what you're being asked to see the solution, not the problem. So the solution is he's safe, he's comfortable. I, I am okay with being in his constellation, but not in the middle of the planet. I don't know how to explain that. It's like you've got to step back in order to be, be able to do this.
0: Okay. And, and yeah. like like Cindy said, really, uh, Darlene, it's a time that you have to focus on yourself. Take care of yourself right now. Really, take tune into who you know, who Darlene is and what she really needs right now. That that's what you have to do. Okay. okay.
1: Just a press. Thank down. you. It's not easy. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Darlene. Welcome. Okay. So. um, uh, we have lots of listeners, and no one else has raised their hand to want a read. Oh, that's not true, but we only have two minutes. So this is going to be really, really fast. Um, area code 402598, your first name, where you're calling from, and your question, please. Uh, Sue,
0: Nebraska. And I. my question is I have four people
1: I, I've interviewed, and I'm trying to decide which one I should interview or I should hire to replace me. It's the person's going to be younger and you, and you have this thought that they're too young, but um whoever this person is has had a stint being self-employed um, and they're, they're, they think outside the box. So I would go with creativity and someone who has more um, confidence or stamina and not, I don't like, you make a lot of decisions It feels like Sue, that like no yeah, one else is yeah, telling yeah. you how to, and so that's what you need as a free thinker. And it's it feels like it's a female and she feels younger. Is, does that fit any of your candidates?
0: Yes, yeah. There, there are two of them and one stands out in front of the other one.
1: Yes. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. Um, I would say I'm a yeah. recruiter and this is, you know, it's always a gut feeling that you will get about that right candidate. So
1: go with that. Yeah, right. Okay, I will. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 Thank you so much. Okay. So this ends okay. the first part of our show, mm-hmm. um, Christine, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for, um, for being here this morning and every Friday, first Friday of the, uh, of the month, which by the way, are, is, the, are you going to be okay with, uh, next month? Is like, um, yeah, what is it? It I'm is excited about next Labor month. Day. I'm going to have a big, okay. I'm going to have a big announcement next month and I can't wait
0: for next month's show.
1: Okay. <laughs> Good. Okay. And I will yeah. be moved and settled by then, so I'll be in really good shape. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. yeah. All right, well, thank you.
0: Thank, thank you for so having me to stay, stay me on. Listen.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. And have a wonderful two weeks vacation. I'm just so happy for you. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll talk to you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Uh, and you're welcome to stay on if you want to just listen. All right. Okay. All right. So, listeners, um, This is going to be an interesting uh, second part to the show. The the guest isn't here just yet, but he he should be here any moment. Um, This is this fascinating film that uh, he's going to be talking about, and it's uh, The Real Exorcist. And this film has taken Japan by storm, won all kinds of different awards, and it's very timely um, right now with uh, with the way the world is and the article in spirit seeker this month, as I mentioned earlier, but if you're just joining us, um, it's how to attract positive energy in a negatively charged world. And that's really what this is all about right now. And um, having compassion and for ourselves and even Quan Yin teaches that the goddess of mercy and compassion. She teaches that the, um, compassion comes from from inside, uh, and that we have to have it for ourselves before we go pouring it out to the world, or we become depleted. So the more we have compassion for ourselves, the more energy that we then have to um, to help others. So until uh, my guest gets here, I'm just gonna share just a little bit of, uh, about this film. Okay, so um, there is uh, a production movement. Okay, so. The new movie, The Real Exorcist, is a supernatural drama based on the book by uh, Ryoho, and I'm probably saying this wrong, Ryoho Okawa, the founder of the global spiritual movement uh, known as Happy Science, and it explores the concrete, realistic steps we can take to attract positive energies. So, um, let me see if my guest is here yet. No. So, I'll just bring him on when he does join on. Okay. So... This, this film is about a, a, a curious young man by the name of Asamu who apprentices with Sayuri, a coffee shop waitress, who uses her spiritual powers to help customers troubled by supernatural phenomena. In um, their encounters with lost souls and vengeful spirits, Sayuri, Sayuri demonstrates two basic methods for attracting positive energy that we can all um, employ. And one is correct your mind and your lifestyle, and the other is don't blame others on uh, or your conditions. And um, so it talks about the individual efforts, but then the collective efforts for the whole on how to um, how to really switch this. Okay, I'm going to um, message the publicist. I am live on the air. Come out, waiting. Or have him call in. Okay, going to leave stations. Okay, let me give him his number. Okay, so this this happens sometimes. Guessing that I'm calling them, and um, in reality, they're supposed to call me. So if I don't do this right now, I'm going to be getting messages from every direction. When are you calling? Um. All right. So. I think that we're going to be seeing a whole lot coming out of this global pandemic on how in the world do we, do we keep our vibration high? How do we do this? And that's what this film is all about. It's about um, Japan is a very, you know, with the Buddhism and Shintoism and all the different faiths, you know, Christianity too, there's so many different things, but more than anything, the Japanese culture is, very spiritual, very honoring, um, bowing is a big part of the culture and to me bowing is just very sacred and um, so this film comes at the world from a different standpoint like there's this little girl sitting in the in the coffee shop, the cafe that says to her mother oh that person has white dragon inside them and the mother's like shh shh, shh don't talk about that, don't talk about that because she knows that um, her daughter has this gift, but she also knows that it, you know, can frighten people. So um, one of the things about this article that I really like and this movie that I like is that it gives you concrete things to work on. And, and you know, so this is from the article with, with so many negative energies barraging us, the first step in repelling them and uh, and attracting positive energies instead is to understand their existence. So the world is filled with countless subtle energies that are created by our thoughts. Every individual on earth has thousands of thoughts every single day. And those thoughts trigger energetically charged emotions that transmit to our subtle energy field. According to psychologists, there are eight basic emotions and I really want you to listen to these because when I read this article, I thought, wow, that sums it up. The eight basic emotions are joy, sadness, fear, disgust, surprise, anticipation, anger, and trust. And I'm going to repeat these because it's so profound. Um, And how many of us have felt these lately? You know, joy, of course, sadness, yes, fear, yeah, disgust. That's kind of, that's going to be my new, my disgust. Like I've used vomit on a lot of my responses to what's going on, but I'm going to just put disgust. That's my new word, word, I think. Um, surprise, anticipation, anger, and trust. So although we cannot see the energetic patterns of these emotions, which are both positive and negative, we should be aware that they are in subtle energy fields that surround everyone and conduct ourselves accordingly. So the universal, I'm reading this article, by the way, and I'm ad-libbing a little bit. So the universal law of attraction states that like attracts like. If we think destructive thoughts and act unkindly, similar energies, um, will be drawn to us and we will experience more destruction and hatefulness because remember what we focus on expands. So what do we want to focus on? Where's our energy going? If we think constructive benevolent thoughts and act with love and kindness, positive energies will be drawn to us and we will be happier. But as is often the case, it is easier said than done and requires a conscious mindful effort. So this movie kind of really um, challenges us to, Uh, look at things differently. And so here's this waitress in this coffee shop who is advising at a soul level all the different people who are coming in, but it's also the fact that she can sense and see when someone needs help, just like the little child that, that has that vision. She looks at a man who looks very distressed and sad, and she says, mommy, he has suicidal in him because he was in such desperation. So all of these energies and frequencies have energy. And when we are in the world or, um, even zooming with people, we can read the energy of people. Um, I can remember looking at the class pictures, like the group class pictures of my children when they were, you know, getting their, their, you know, fall pictures done every school year. And I would look at the class pictures and I would see already some of the children were defeated and others you could tell were just so engaged and had charisma already. Um, So all of this affects us. And um, so this Sayuri says that there's two basic methods, as I said, for attracting positive energies um, that we can employ. The number one is correct your mind and your lifestyle. This is the simplest way, she says, to start practicing this, um, uh, is to do one good deed a day and to think and speak rightful words. So how hard would that be to do one good deed a day and think and speak rightful words? However, she says this may sound easy, but even if you think you always do good for others, when you really think about it, you may realize you don't do it every single day. Constantly thinking and speaking rightful words is difficult as well. Every day we speak or think negative thoughts without realizing it. What kind of thought came to your mind when you first woke up this morning? I was excited. I was excited about the radio show. I was excited about getting the books out on the front porch for people. I was excited about previewing the movie. I wanted it fresh in my mind before, um, before the interview. And, um, I'm going to see if I've heard from anyone about this. Okay. Mm, I think there's a problem with him understanding the time. So I'm just going to tell you about this film and then I'm going to, um, what I will do is interview him at another time if he's available. Um, so the other thing she talks about is uh, is constantly thinking and speaking rightful words is really the key to this. And uh, most of us have some kind of negative uh, a thought. So what did you say or think when your partner or child was grumpy at breakfast? I used to have a brother who was grumpy at breakfast every single morning. And I remember thinking, even as kids, like, why is he that way? Why is he so grumpy? But he also was this kind of a kid. I mean, now we're like, you know, we're old now. <laughs> but, but this is how he was as a kid. Like, we ate dinner early because a lot of times we had baseball games and, you know, different sports events with, with six kids. And um, if dinner wasn't at the exact time, like if it was 10 minutes late, he would just be anxious and stressful because he really, you know, needed all, all this. But we knew never to talk to him in the morning. And I just thought, even as a kid, I was like, cat, I would hate to wake up like that. So the big thing is this, the more we focus on changing our thoughts um, and becoming aware of those thoughts and trying to use rightful words, that's where you start. It's a real good place to start. And if you said something hurtful, admit your mistake and apologize for it. And then the, um, the author of this article says that in Japan, there's a saying called Ichinichi Ishu, which means live as if it's your last day. Reflect on your thoughts and deeds at the end of each day and forgive yourself and others for any misdeeds for it is very important not to carry your regret or any hatred over to the next day. I've worked really hard at not hating some of the different things that are happening in our world and some of the people that are orchestrating it. But, but for me to hate, I've dropped into their vibration. And that's not going to solve anything. The only thing that's going to solve it is to um, really – forgive myself for having those thoughts and raising my vibration. That would help more to change that person than for me to climb down in their litter box with them. I know it sounds crazy, but that's a good analogy. Okay. Then the next one is don't blame others or your condition. When we are denied by someone or when we fail at something, we need to blame others for our failure. Oh, it's our parents' fault, coworkers, school, company, et cetera. However, If we cannot do that, it's best to take responsibility for everything that happens in our lives, the good and the bad, because that attitude will draw draw more positive energies to us. Um, So how do you do that? How do you do that? Um, When we acquire a state of mind that assumes responsibility for everything we experience, the sky is blue, it's because of me. Our mind expands its capacity and we gain the confidence to know the right path and not be swayed by others' opinions and actions. And that's where that divine time, um, divine action comes into play here. Once again, the universal law of attraction uh, teaches us that bringing responsible people uh, to a responsible mind, wise people to a calm mind and positive outcomes to a positive mind. That's simple. And um, our mind works like a magnet and attracts that, which is a ama- mat, which it imagines. And this film goes over this from so many different angles. Like, you know, the seers, the, the, the helpful uh, waitress who is basically a soul coach. She's helping people with their sicknesses and their souls. And that's what many of us on the front lines are doing right now. Um, most of my coaching clients are very, very like positive, but, some of them have been so busy during the COVID, like they didn't get the slowdown. And so people who have not had a slowdown of any kind for the most part, other than lack of social uh, contact, they, you know, we've all, we've all had to really, like, um, look at our lives differently. So what, what this article says is that our mind works like a magnet and attracts that which it imagines. When we refine our mind, correct our words and actions, and take responsibility for our experiences, we attract positive outcomes. Um, so the thing of it is, is they're saying that try, try these two things. Correct your mind and your lifestyle, number one, and don't blame others or your conditions. And he says, try these, or she says try these two methods every day for a month, and you will begin to realize more positive occurrences and happier days for you and the world around you. Anyone that's on this call is being drawn to spirituality or words of wisdom. And that's why the show is called Wake Up With Spirit. Wake up. We don't have time to stay sleeping these days. It's, you know, but yet we do. It's in that quiet, like Christine was talking about, the self-nurturing Um And taking that pause and unplugging the phone for a little while and just not being so available to every single technology demand on your time, energy, and effort. If we do not rejuvenate our soul and uh, stay positive and focus on, you know, that saying, take time to smell the flowers, you know, like don't just see the flowers, take time to smell them, to feel them, to give thanks to them for their aroma, you know, for the beauty I mean, I, I look at my perennials, and I just think year after year after year, they've come, and they've blossomed for me. And, you know, for 25 years, I've been planting flowers at this home. And I am so grateful that the next owner, you know, will enjoy them. And that's really what this is all about. You have to take the time to enjoy the journey. Um, and this film, The Real Exorcist, is, you know, is, is, is focused changing your thoughts and changing your actions and changing your mindset, doing kind deeds, doing, you know, being of service, helping as much as you can, but also nourishing your soul. That's really what the the whole thing is about. And you don't want to wake up one day and say, wow, it's over. And I never really got to the fun. And I've seen it over and over again, you know, more so in the generations before where I am. But like, I can remember a lot of my parents, friends, you know, they waited until they retired before then all of a sudden they were going on vacations and everything. And a lot of times it's too late by then, you know, people used to work, 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 work. And then they retired and a lot of times they just didn't live much longer. So it's important like with Christine going on a two week trip and I will be heading to Colorado, depending on my real estate situation. um, I've been invited to come feng shui nine cabins in the owner space and these cabins are like upscale cabins. They're not like a cabin like you would imagine. I mean, these are like $200, 300 a night cabins, but they're exquisite, and they have full kitchens, and they're next to running, you know, like a stream with running water. And so I'll be working, but I'll also be enjoying. And I, I'm very blessed. I know it. I, I'm very blessed with the way my life works with travel and connecting with friends and, you know, um, I'm, I know I'm very blessed and I give thanks, but I've also consciously created that. Um, I've, I've let go of, you know, a whole lot of things to be able to be as mobile as I am. And um, for me, that's the trick for my soul is um, I've, I've done a lot of my work with raising my kids. You know, of course, you never finish being a parent, but it's, it's okay for me to, like, think more about what's right for me and how I can be of service and help more people. So I think we're going to end the show because uh, like, if you want, you can, um, let me just see if I have a little bit more about this film. I think I do. And if I do, then I'll share just a little bit. All I can tell you is it's taken. um, It reminds me of what the bleep do we know? Like what the bleep do we know when it first came out was supposed to only be in St. Louis for a few, few weeks. It wound up being here for months and I was given the opportunity to do a screening at the Tivoli Theater and invite 200 people. So I had a party. I invited 200 people, all the ministers of the New, you know, new Thought um, spiritual churches, and I invited different leaders in the community. And, you know, we had 200 people there. And I often wonder if it was because of that launching of What the Belief Do We Know in St. Louis that that's why it um, continued to succeed so much. So this film, The Real Exorcist, um, the new spiritual film from Japan – uh, will be in in the United States in August, and I don't. You'll just have to check their website, which is www.realexorcistmovie.com. There's a short little um, short screening that you can watch. It's in English subtitles, so there's no problem understanding it. But I love the way the Japanese um, language is spoken. It's just very very amazing. So you 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 feel melodic. You're hearing the Japanese voices, but then you're seeing. You know, the, the English words, you know, because this will be in probably who knows how many languages. It's a fabulous film. And it was the number one at the weekend box office for five consecutive weeks in Japan. And they, if the film's already run over 30 awards, uh, including Best Feature Film and Best Supporting Actress at the Eko Film Festival. So this is the realexorcismovie.com. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And um, if you do get a chance to, to see it in a, you know, you're not really see things in theater. So I don't know how they're, you know, getting around that, but there's always a way. And, um, but check the website out, read the article in spirit seeker. I didn't share all of it, but I shared, you know, the, the, the gist of it and just enjoy your beautiful day today. I'll be back uh, next week. And you'll be hearing next week uh, is yours truly as your, <laughs> as your guest um, with the feng shui tips for better health. Okay, have a beautiful day. Namaste. And I uh, feel badly that our guest didn't make it on, but there's always a reason. And if he is available in the future, I will um, bring him on at that point. Okay, thanks so much, everyone. Namaste. Remember, if you want to know about all these different things and services and uh, et cetera, people are offering in classes, you have to be on our email list. And we are doing more uh, drawings each and every week for books, for DVDs and movies and Um, All you have to do, and CDs, all you have to do is be on our email list. So send an email, uh, go to our website, spiritseeker.com, and click on join our email newsletter. And also, there's a lot of different things on the website now. We'll be adding more and more. We just had it redesigned, and I'm excited about that. Okay, uh, and if you need to reach me for any reason, just call the office, 636-530-7579 or send an email to um, info at I manage that mailbox, and I will be happy um, to help you. Okay, thanks so much. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.